Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome to episode 87 of the GVG Cast. I'm your host for the very first GVG Cast of the year, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined by my good friends and GVG partners, Derek Bittner and Brandon Miracle. How's it going, guys? Happy New Year to you both. What you been up to? Happy New Year and uh, getting adjusted for the New Year, I guess is the best way to put it. Just trying to get things yeah. kicked off and as best as we can. I went into hibernation and I am still waking up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh I I've been enjoying myself. We we kind of got wrapped up talking about Dragon Quest before the show started because uh I've been playing Dragon Quest. Um and I just want to talk to someone about it because I'm really enjoying <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. I, I I feel that uh when when it happens. I unfortunately have not played the Dragon Quest. I've watched uh, the, the Dragon Quest you're playing right now, I've uh, still not played five, but I have watched your story, so I know the gist of five. But you know, I feel like it's done better in the game. If I have to say anything, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that game that that movie just straight up can't cover because mm. it would be way too right. long. <laughs> hey, right. Actually, that does remind me of one other thing that'll blow your mind here, um, uh, Brandon. So, do you know who the director is of Dragon Quest Your Story? No. No? Uh, mm -mm. Same director as Godzilla Minus One. What? Yes. What? Yes. You're kidding. That? Yes. What? That's insane. This dude has such an eclectic career. It'd be, it's wild to look it up. That's, That's crazy. insane. I, I'm one of the people that, uh, not to dive into what the movie does, but I, I enjoyed Dragon Quest, your story for what it, for what it is. Um, it's a love letter in its but, own unique way, but I, I can see why people would yeah. not enjoy that that kind of love letter. No, I certainly understand the the controversy around the movie, um, but I would have never pegged him as the same guy who did Minus One, because Minus One, in my mind, is a perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't change a thing about it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard oh, amazing should. things. Yeah, if you can. Yeah. Uh, I'm really behind on movies. The last one I saw was the Marvels, and I haven't seen anything since. I haven't seen. I, I, minus one was my treat to myself. <laughs> nice, nice. A treat uh, it was too. <laughs> by the way, I noticed some people uh, saying that my audio sounds different. I think for some reason uh, Discord had my wrong mic set, but I have now fixed yeah, that. It's so better. hopefully, I'm sounding normal. Okay, good, good. Sorry about that, everybody. Um, so. Guys, how did you ring in the new year? What were your New Year's plans? Did you just stay in and cozy up with family? Did you go out to dinner? Like, what did you guys do for, for New Year's Eve? Uh, what did I do? Not much, honestly. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't it was, it was I extremely low-key. I, I, we didn't have the kids or anything, and Guy goes to bed early, so I I streamed Nier Automata. I rang in the year New Year with playing Nier Automata. So there we go. <laughs> My nice. my wife has been uh, home for the most part during these last couple of weeks because school is out for the for the Christmas break. So we've been spending a lot of time together. Um, the entirety of like the New Year's wave holiday, we just watched Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> we just watched <laughs> hey. tons of Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> I see no problem with that. Not at all. Um, same, I, we were going to go out, my wife and I, but we decided at the last second that we just kind of wanted to stay in and just, just chill. So we just, uh, kind of hung out and 
watched some TV and listened to some music, and then uh, I played some Spider-Man 2. That's primarily what I've been playing over the last week, over the holidays, into the new year. Uh, I'm having such a great time with it, so I was just like, hey, just keep on playing Spider-Man 2 and just have a low-key New Year's Eve, and we have a uh, balcony from which we could see some of the fireworks uh, that popped off in L.A., so that was nice, and uh, just had some champagne and had a nice low-key New Year's Eve in. Not bad. Sounds pretty. Yeah. It sounds pretty good, uh, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> and man, Spider Man Two is so. I know you haven't played it yet, Derek. Uh, Brandon, you have, right? Oh yeah. Oh man, so you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is so <laughs> freaking good. Uh, I'm about like 44 percent of the way through completion wise, doing all the side stuff, of course. Um, but I'll say this: everybody who has told me that the flame side missions are top class amazing content are so right i just finished the second flame mission and i'm like oh man where is this going this game is so good i'm having so much fun with it it <laughs> it's it's a really really special game for for spider-man yeah. fans uh yeah it it makes it hard <laughs> for me to go back to the first first two games for a lot of reasons really okay i i will say i really regret not being able to play it in time for uh, my, you know, my game, our game of the year stuff. That was one of my major blind spots that I just didn't have a chance to play it during the year. Uh, but I am, you know, I haven't finished it yet, of course, but I'm pretty sure that it that it would have made my top five uh, if I had, you know, had a chance to play it in time for our game of the year videos. But say la vie, what, what can you do? At least I'm playing it now. Better late than now. Now it's your 2024, Goaty. Yeah, Nothing wrong go. with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I I don't know. I don't. I feel like Ash and I are going to have the same game of the year this year, unless something crazy happens. We'll see. I mean, we know so little I mean, about all what's coming out. Us, That's true. Real. All three of us, right? We know so little about what's coming out beyond April so far, but at the same time, it's really hard to imagine. I mean, unless they somehow fumble the ball completely, which I really don't think they're going to. I will not hear I mean, it. <laughs> I, I don't hear anything yeah. you're saying. There's, it's just it seems impossible to uh, to imagine that that would be the case. Um, but you know what is very possible? We are kicking off the new year with a brand new sponsor. We are so incredibly thankful to the Couch Kids podcast for sponsoring this episode of GVG. And uh, I'm going to let them take it away. They sent us a really cool ad for their podcast and their channel. So, Derek, you want to go ahead and play that for us, man? Yep. Let's bring it up. Where is Andrew? We were supposed to be shooting the commercial today. I don't know, man. He's probably playing Kingdom Hearts or something. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. I was playing Kingdom Hearts. Dude, Andrew, what are you wearing? You told me to dress up. Yeah, dress up like the thumbnails, dude. You know, blue shirt, green shirt. <sighs> well, f what am I supposed to do now? This is all day makeup. Hey, fam. I'm Colton. I'm Ari. And I'm Count Andrew. Andrew. Sorry, on, just man. Andrew. I'm just regular Andrew. And we are... The, the Couch Kids! Every week, you can typically expect a podcast, a reel, and an occasional Let's Play. <laughs> On the Couch Kids, we share a similar mantra to our friends at Good Vibes Gaming. Don't, Don't be a grouch. grouch. There's always room on the couch. Except kind of right now, because Andrew's fat <laughs> taking up half the space. What? Yeah, All dude. Right, are you kidding me? Find us on social media at Couch Kids Podcast and catch on the couch. Oh, 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 Colton, he's biting me! That's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun ad, right? When they when they sent this to me, I was like, this is so fun. I can't wait for our audience to see this. And uh, so suffice to say, if you like what we do here at GVG, you should definitely cozy up and join your resident couch kids, Andrew, Ari, and Colton for weekly goofs and gaffs as they shoot the biz and discuss all manner of things gaming. 
The Couch Kids podcast is available for free on all major podcast services, and they also publish excellent content on their YouTube channel. So please, please do check them out at the following links, and please subscribe to their channel. And as always, of course, I'm going to post their uh, links in YouTube chat right now. There we go. So please do go show the Couch Kids some love. Uh, they have been following us at GVG for quite a while, and we could not be more thankful for them to sponsoring this episode of the GVG cast and every episode this month. So you will be seeing that ad a few more times throughout the month. And uh, yeah, thank you all again so much. Also, speaking of people we are super thankful to, uh, happy birthday to our, pa well, belated birthday to our patrons, Mr. Dwayne191, who celebrated their birthday on New Year's Day, January oh. 1st, as well as Colix, who celebrated theirs yesterday on January 4th. So happy, happy birthday to you both. And we uh, hope you had a wonderful time doing whatever it is you did on your birthday. Hopefully you had some great food, played some great games, and hung out with family and friends. So, with that said, we've got a couple of super chats to read out, and then we'll move on to some pretty exciting news for the week to kick off 2024 with. First of all, we've got Disney Duncan with $5. Thank you so much, Duncan. Marvel is giving me good a good gift for my birthday. All episodes of Echo. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, too. My wife and I have been watching What If Season 2. Uh, right now, we actually watched an episode today, so we're almost halfway through, and uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. So, looking forward to Echo as well. Uh, are you guys going to be watching that? Probably not. <laughs> I'll be honest. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. I know you're kind of kicked out of the MCU. There's only yeah, I haven't watched the MCU in a long time, and it's I, I looked fine. And it's great to have. I'm always down for more Kingpin. Kingpin. Um, so you know, I, I, hopefully that's good. Uh, but otherwise, I I don't really. <laughs> I don't know if I have the time. I have to be honest. For the first time, you mentioned a Marvel MCU property, and I didn't know what you were talking about. That's that's where I'm at. <laughs> Fair enough. It's funny how that not all that I want to be when you have a kid, out, right? It's, it's not that I want to be checked out of the MCU, but I don't know. <laughs> it's not much going on for for it right now in my in my book. <laughs> I don't know, man. You should check out What If. Like season two of What If's been a lot of fun so far. I don't know if you checked out the I, first season, but I did love the original season of What If, so I, I'll I'll watch it. Um, I mean, I still haven't watched. Uh... <laughs> Guardians 3, so I am far behind. Dude, you Guardians 3. Really if, if there's one thing I want to watch, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be Guardians 3, but eh, oh, either way. <laughs> dude, it's so good. Just bring like a whole mountain, as Sonic would say, a whole mountain of handkerchiefs because you'll need it. You <laughs> will need it. Uh, next up, we've got five Brazilian Real from Raul Los Santana dos Santos. Thank you so much, Raul. Thinking Mario slash Pokemon tie as the first pillar of Nintendo and Zelda as the third. With with do you which do you guys think is the fourth pillar of Nintendo in sales slash recognition? Um, man, I I, I would say Kirby, probably. Kirby Kirby, Kirby went from like historically B. doesn't sell really well though, does it? Yeah, I think it sells consistently. But the thing is, it's not bad as a four a fourth pillar just because it is so consistent. Um, right, like consistent in releases or consistent in sales performance. Both, kinda. I think I I think okay. in that way. But I think, honestly, the one I'm seeing coming up that I think is, like, Splatoon, maybe. I think Animal Crossing at this point now has it, especially after New Horizons. I think it just blew up in that way. It could be. You know, Animal Crossing is a good point. Kirby, Kirby I think, has leveled up over the years from, like, a, it used to be kind of a more of a B-tier Nintendo franchise to, I think, it's like a 
definitely low A tier now for in terms of recognition and and such. But yeah, Animal Crossing is bigger. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'll it, say this: if every game is like Forgotten Land from now on, Kirby is going to oh, be in a great place for me. <laughs> please, I want to follow up so badly to that game. My God, what a great game! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, next up, we've got. I will oh, say, go ahead, Brandon. Sorry, not to harp on this for too long, but I will say I have a hard time even viewing Pokemon as a pillar of Nintendo because it's really not. It's not yeah, <laughs> it's not really Nintendo. They publish it, but that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean it's like you can make arguments both ways, but I do agree with you, Brandon. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I I totally hear you. Uh, all right, next up we've got Five Euro from Twilord, one of our newest Fight of Founder tier subscribers. Thank you so much, or Fight of Partner, Welcome. excuse me. Question for Ash: Have you seen the two guest characters in Ri- Rivals of Ether yet? Yes, I have. Uh, it's uh, Ori and Shovel Knight, both of whom mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to playing when I do eventually. I can't uh, believe be Shovel Knight wasn't already yeah. in Rivals of Ether. <laughs> like that feels like I know, right? Huh. Well, this right. has been a while now. Like, years, I think. Yeah, Shovel Knight's yeah. been in for, for quite a while, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I've heard the game is great, Brandon. So, yeah, I was telling you, Brandon, I'm going to be playing Rivals of Ether with Twilord. And uh, I hadn't played it, but I've heard really great things. And you were saying you really like it as well, right? It's the best platform fighter that doesn't have Smash in its name. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard far. that, too. Cool. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I saw some videos, and I love the animation style, the pixel art. It looks really clean, so... We got Rivals uh, 2 coming out this year. Very excited right. for that. <laughs> nice. Well, speaking of Smash, Mr. One Up with a $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Hi, GVG. Happy Friday. Quick question. Do you guys know about Smash Remix? If not, you should check it out and play it. The newest update looks crazy. We've all been chatting about the latest update in our in our crew chat. And man, it, Smash Remix is so freaking impressive, isn't it, you guys? I it's, I messaged I, Daniel after watching the the video, yeah, uh, the Dragon King reveal. I leapt out of my chair. It's so good, like that's the, <laughs> the the perfect deep cut. I yeah didn't get a chance to look at it. Dragon King from what? Like I don't know this. I, I I'll be honest. I'm completely in the in the dark here. So, Sakurai's original yeah. pitch for Smash sixty four Dragon King the Fighters. Oh. Um, they added the the fighter model, just the basic yeah. dude as a character, and the 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 beta stages that we saw in those screenshots and video clips. Right, oh with like the low res photographs used for the background. Right, that's yep. so cool. And they added like Banjo Kazooie, and they added Ibisu Maru from Goemon. Uh, it is really impressive what they've done. I, I hope it's not the end just because I want to keep, selfishly, I want to keep seeing cool stuff added to this. But um, I, I'm a little butthurt that they've overlooked Mega Man. That kind of, you know, I get it. I get it. He wasn't part of the N64 era of Nintendo very much. But still, I mean, Sonic's there. They, so. they could rip the uh, Mega Man Legends model. That's all I'm saying. They could. They, they could. Th- they specifically, could. like, that's what they're doing. Like, they're only bringing in characters from that generation in the iteration they appeared in. So that's totally possible. It's possible. Mm. I don't know if they'd, I, I don't know if they'd want to put time into like making, because that's a different version of Mega Man, right? It's Mega Man Volnuts. So I don't know if they'd want yeah. to like put in the effort to make an entirely new move set uh, for Mega Man that wouldn't be based on his smash move set. But yeah, you know, I'm a little well, salty to the Mega Man fan, but I I'll so say this. It. Look at Banjo-Kazooie. Their version of Banjo, I don't think shares True. anything with the smash version. Yeah. I think or some of the, the smash attacks, right? Uh, maybe I'd have to watch it again, but like right. a lot of those moves were definitely original. 
Right. It's really cool stuff for sure. And uh, yeah, I want to play the new update myself as soon as I can. Uh, and then one more for now, uh, Owen Menning with 10 Canadian dollars. Thank you so much. Hey, GVG, I met my long-distance partner for the first time recently and was oh, wondering nice. if you guys had recommendations for lesser-known multiplayer games we could play together. We both own Switches. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, congratulations, first of all. That's great. Um, it's long, long distance, distance or together right now, uh, I guess is the question. Because, <laughs> uh, like, are you yeah. together right now or in, like, one local co-op or? Yeah, or, that's the question, uh, right? Um, either one. I mean, one I'm always going to recommend if uh, it's either both couch co-op and online is Just Shapes and Beats. If you're into rhythm games, it's a really cool co-op game uh, that you can play together. It's almost like a like an anti-rhythm shmup where you're avoiding the bullets that are coming out to you at the, to the beat of the music. It's really a cool game, uh, especially if you're something like a, a little weird and a little different. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Looks like online about you multiplayer, guys? so... Hmm. There's online and and local multiplayer for that. No, no, no. Oh, Owen is saying it's online. Oh, oh, online sorry. Suggestions. Cool. Let's um, see what else. There's, there's always clubhouse games if you want something just chill, like you know, just play some traditional board games and stuff. That's just a nice, you know, chill, casual way to spend some time. My my wife and I play Ludo all <coughs> the time in uh, clubhouse games. The uh, the entire NSO lineup. True. Yeah. That's there's, a great point. There's a, a lot you could play there. A lot of good ones. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, um, that's a great point. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other. Like I, I don't get to play online multiplayer too much, and I like co-op stuff. But I'm trying to think of like co-op online that really would work. I'm assuming you've already played like Mario together and whatnot. So, right, it takes two is not on Switch, right? No, it is actually. That's oh, a great is? one. It takes two is on Switch. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a great, great game. game. Yeah, there yes. <laughs> Yeah, my wife and I are playing through that kind of casually right now, and it's really good. So, yeah, It Takes Two is a really good one. Good one, Brandon. Um, all right, and then actually one more. But just going back to Rivals of Ether really quickly. Twilord with five more euros saying, you'll be playing it with Community first. Just need to wait for the next Steam sale. So, folks, let them know when the next one hits. Yep, looking forward to that. Uh, Twilord has very generously donated a Fight a Partner session to me playing uh, the Steam version of Rivals of Ether with the community. I'm just going to do a Discord community uh -huh. stream. Anybody who wants to join in publicly can come play, and we'll just play some Rivals of Ether together. I don't know when exactly it's going to be. I'm waiting for it to go on sale again, but thank you, Twilight, for being so generous with your Fight a Partner session and sharing that with the community. That's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so let's talk about some light news from the week. And uh, one of the first questions I got about today's thumb when I uh, posted it in our Discord uh, chat was, or in our live audience chat, was why did I put Peppermint from Hi-Fi Rush on the thumb? Well, it's not because Hi-Fi Rush 2 was confirmed as much as I would like that to be the case. But uh, Nate Drake, who is a friend of ours and has a pretty solid track record when it comes to insider information, uh, just today said a critically acclaimed Xbox first-party first title which was in Game of the Year conversation for the year it released, will be coming to a competitor's platform this year. Now, there are, of course, a few potential possibilities, but I have to say the first thing I thought of was Hi-Fi Rush on Switch, just because it seems like it would be such a good fit. Um, and that seems to be the prevailing theory uh, in the Resetera thread about this uh, little news bit as well. But watch, what are you guys thinking? Anything? Watch it be Starfield. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Starfield oh, or, or 
Yeah, or Redfall, right? Totally, it's going to be Redfall. <laughs> well, that wasn't not in the game of the year conversation, but well, that's neither, true. You were neither was point. Starfield. But, yeah. yeah, I forgot the game of the year part. Yeah, so Starfield seems pretty unlikely, right? I don't see this being anything but Hi-Fi Rush. How could it be? Right? <laughs> yeah, really. I I don't either. That's why I put Peppermint on the thumb because I'm like. First of all, any any chance I can get, any excuse I can take to put Hi-Fi Rush on anything, I will, because the game is magnificent, y'all. And I really hope it is that, because I want more people to be able to play this amazing, awesome game. Yeah, I'm, I've am i I've only gotten to see a little bit that Amy played one time, but I've not had a chance to play it myself, and it, it always looks good. I want to check it out at some point. Just haven't. The other... <laughs> Yeah, no, you, dude, you really should. I, the, the thing, though, is I don't know. I mean, it is an incredible looking game. And I, I, you know, I assume that, well, not assume, there will definitely have to be some technical concessions made to get it running and you know running well on Switch. So I hope some of that yeah. luster isn't lost because it is such a striking looking game. But uh, the other one that I see keep coming up is Pentiment. But, and, and not that I, I mean, I know Pentiment was really, really well received, but I just... I never saw it, it come up in like Game of the that. Year at all, so, yeah. I know the people who played it really loved it, and, and there were p- people who were like, oh, it would have been my Game of the Year for sure, but Hi-Fi Rush was in, like, the wider conversation, right? I mean, hell, it was mm-hmm. in our conversation, too. Yeah, it just makes sense. Oh. So, yeah. if it happens, I, it would definitely be that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Forza. I've seen some people talk about Forza. No, I don't. Obviously, those are usually in Game of the Year contention, but... I don't think Microsoft would go, would go quite that far. Hi-Fi Rush really seems to fit the bill more, in my opinion. But, man, I hope so. Which isn't the audience for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so true. Um, but, yeah, so y'all promise me, if it is Hi-Fi Rush and it's coming to Switch, you have to play it. Please, please don't sleep on this game, y'all. I promise <laughs> you. It's so, so worth it. Um, speaking of things that might be happening in 2024 that we uh, were not previously com- aware of that, that would be doing so, uh, PlayStation uploaded an interesting video to their YouTube channel a couple of days ago talking about, hey, their 2024 releases, 2024 in PlayStation. And guess what showed up? Not only did Silent Hill 2 Remake show up, but so did Metal Gear Solid Delta. And Konami have not actually confirmed a release window yet for either game, so... I don't know if this is a, a, you know, this is Sony putting the cart before the horse, but I don't know if Konami wanted them to even do that. But it sure does look like we'll be getting both of these games in 2024. And I think we can probably, I think we probably thought Silent Hill 2 was kind of locked in for this year. But Metal Gear Solid, we didn't, you know, who knew, really? They haven't showed much of Delta, that's for sure. So that's the thing. It's somewhat surprising, but it also like, yeah, I can see it coming out in 2024. So, yeah, I guess I it's hard for me with this one, because like Delta was not a game that I even really felt was very far away from the get go. And I'm not even sure why, Mm -hmm. Uh, because like you guys said, we've barely seen any of it. But I don't know. They haven't made the impression outside of that that we're going to be waiting for it. That's the thing. It's weird. Because I can see where you're coming from, but at the same point, at the same time, it's like what Derek said. We've seen so little of it so far that it also, at the same time, kind of feels like well, maybe it is a little bit further away. But I also see what you're saying too, Brandon. So it's kind of weird, right? They're usually a little more forthright if it is going to take some time. Like, am I wrong in thinking that? 
<laughs> I think you're right. The, the, the thing is, there's just been so no conversation about it. It's like, ah, it's coming, and that's all we know. I guess so, yeah. Well, I if it comes out in 2024, great. Yeah. Uh, do I need it to at this point? I don't think so, but, like, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, as I was saying earlier, we know so little about what's coming out this year beyond April, really. So, you know, having both of those penciled in for later in the year would be really exciting. I, I would probably, if I had to guess, Silent Hill 2, I'm thinking maybe late summer, uh, early fall. And then Metal Gear Solid would likely be like holiday, like November-ish. It makes sense. kind of what I'm thinking. Especially, you know, I, I think it always makes sense to have horror games released closest to Halloween, but then Resident Evil upsets all that. It's like, yeah, let's release it in March, whatever. <laughs> so. That's true. Silent Hill would be perfect for October, of course. And how, how are you guys feeling about that? Just to just to take a quick detour here. Um, how are you feeling about Bloober Team's involvement? Are you, you know, obviously Konami is providing oversight, but I'm a huge Silent Hill fan. I really want them to get this right. Um, but I'm of two minds, because on one hand, I know Bloober team have had their criticisms. On the other hand, I feel like those criticisms have mo mostly been rooted in their narrative ability to tell a good narrative. And with Silent Hill 2, they don't have to worry about that because they're working with, you know, already a fantastic narrative that they don't have to come up with themselves. So do you think they're going to get this right or are we looking at, at a disaster here? Depends it, on how much they decide to expand upon it. Like how much of this, like are they going right. to take the core story and, and go beyond um, it's that's hard to say. I mean, I have no reason to doubt it for now. I just, I mean, but it's also one of those things I just don't actively think about. It's because I don't have a release date, so it's just like it, it comes when it comes. <laughs> right. For me, like Silent Hill is just a blind spot in my my gaming history. So, like, if this ends up being good, it'll be an entry point for me. Um, right. Okay. So it's kind of hard for me to say. That said, I am a horror game fan. I've never played a Bloober Team game, mm -mm. and there's a reason for that. Because yeah. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> right, right. I've never been like persuaded that they might be, you know, good. Not to not to be a hater, but like, right. Mm. Well, given that you love horror games, Brandon, I, I know they're they're kind of tough to play on modern platforms these days. They're kind of locked to older platforms. But if you somehow can, Silent Hill One, Two, and Three are three of the best horror games i have ever played silent hill 3 is my favorite of all time so if you can man play them find some way to play them because especially as an aficionado of the genre like yourself you really are missing out i i really wanted to get shattered memories on wii when that came out uh that was a cool game but uh yeah just never ended up happening so mm. yeah i guess yeah i'll, I'll give it a shot i i love I, horror games <laughs> yeah i mean my my first Silent Hill I ever played was uh, when I was requested to play Silent Hill 2, the original, So, and I definitely enjoyed it, so I don't know. Right. We'll see, we'll see what happens when it comes out. <laughs> uh, really quick, Alpha Lion, thank you for pointing this out in our live audience chat, uh, saying that Julio3324 in our YouTube chat had a great point about our previous story about the Xbox first-party ex exclusive possibly being Psychonauts. That's a good point. Psychonauts yeah. would be a good fit as well. well you never know. Well, because yeah. they're specifically pointing out the year it came out, which may might suggest right. that it's not a 2023 game. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah, yeah, potential. Um, but yeah, good point, uh, Julio. Thank you for that, and thanks for pointing that out, Alpha Lion. 
Uh, so, yeah, well, here's hoping they get it right with Silent Hill 2, and of course, just hope, I hope we see more on MGS Delta sooner rather than later, but it doesn't feel to me that PlayStation would have put those games in that video if they weren't reasonably confident they're coming this year, so. Or just really want to hype it. It's like, eh, it might not, might, it might, it might not, we don't care, we just get hyped because, hey, we have games coming to the PlayStation 5. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, well, one more thing to talk about for today before we move on to our uh, patron topics for the week. And I do wish Steve was here for this because I know this is one of his most passionate subjects to talk about. I am, of course, talking about the Switch 2 or the Switch successor, Switch Suck for short, as we like to call it internally. Uh, but uh, Dr. Toto, who is the CEO of the Tokyo-based industry consultancy Content Games, excuse me, um, who is pretty well-known name throughout the industry, has uh, delivered a prediction on the Switch 2 that, that it is likely to be an iteration rather than a revolution and that it is going to uh, launch at $400. Both of which I can say I, I safely agree with. And I know Steve said he did as well. He tweeted about this. Um, I, I kind of feel like this is kind of along the lines of how we've all been feeling for a while now, right? That it was going to be more iterative than a brand new platform. I think we've kind of been hoping for that because we just went backwards compatibility yeah. mm -hmm. is one of the major things that's the main thing right yeah i think this also just makes sense in today's landscape like every year a new iphone comes out it's still an iphone at the end of the day and i would like that with gaming hardware like you have the distinction between the ps3 and the ps4 in terms of system architecture and the same can be said between ps4 and ps5 but I like Xbox's approach, where their console is just Xbox, and if it's an Xbox, an Xbox game is going to run on it, for yeah. the most part. Mm -hmm. Like, right. that's just kind of where I want this to go. I mean, some people might not agree with me, but I just don't think it makes sense to completely segregate an audience on a platform with the newest version of that platform. Like, obviously, hardware capability is going to get in the way at some point. That's inevitable. But why should my NSO games go away? <laughs> exactly. I would hope they don't, honestly. Yeah. I, I can't handle the, the restart of the drip feed yet again. I really, NSO needs to just carry over wholesale to the Switch's successor or the Switch 2, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I have a feeling that that you're right. I think it, I think it will. Uh, I think Nintendo has to know that they would be shooting themselves in the foot so horrifically unnecessarily if they were to segment their their audience like that especially with how incredible the switch's library has turned out to be in terms of cobbling together so many great titles from so like multiple console generations now yeah this is also their best-selling platform of all time isn't it yeah <laughs> or close to it you don't it's close to it it's doesn't i don't think it's quite matched the ds yet can't remember not yet it's, it's getting close but yeah, it it, it should okay, likely the get there eventually. Because some people yeah. still you don't just buy the original away. Switch before the Switch, when the Switch 2 comes out. You right. don't throw that install base away. Not after the Wii U. You don't ever do that again. No, like, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big mistake. Mm -hmm. Also, like, there's precedence for this. Like, I saw some people saying this on Twitter. I'm sorry, I can't remember who the time uh, at this time. But uh, with their handheld consoles... They're always iterative, like mm. the the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Light, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP, DS, 2DS, 3DS, all that stuff. Like they've done this forever on their handheld platforms, and that's essentially what we have now. So can we just stick with that? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah. that. 
Same. I, but this is the year. It, it has to be the year, and I think we'll be hearing about it, uh, you know, sooner rather than later. Probably still not getting a release till later this year, but I think this has to be the year. I don't know if we'll be. get a release this year, but I think we'll get it announced this year. I think it was uh, Steve and I were talking, was it last week about it on the show? About We were talking about, you know, projecting that it was coming out this year. And he was like, yeah, I'm thinking November. And I'm like, dude, November 21st. That is, as we all know, that is Nintendo Day. That's the day they drop their biggest thing of the year. So if it's coming this year, I assume it's got to be November 21st alongside some, you know, whether it's Metroid Prime 4 or the next 3D Mario or something. Some big software release alongside it, though, penciled in for the 21st is what I would what I would be thinking. All right. Well, that wraps up our news for the week. I we got a couple more super chats and then we'll move on to our patron topics for the week. First off, we've got uh, $2 from Caroline Sweet with a GG's emoji. Thank you so much. GG's to you as well. And thank you so much for your support, Caroline. And then uh, also $10 from Bry Lewis 97 Thank you so much, Bry. Always great to see you and uh, see your name in chat. Here's to another year of GVG. Thanks to all of you for the incredible content since the jump. Can't wait for another year of great vibes. Well, we're looking forward to the next year as well. And rest assured, we aren't going anywhere. So thank you so much for your incredible support, Bry. All right. Well, it's time for our patron topics. And as a reminder, if you support us on our Patreon or YouTube members at the producer tier above, you can suggest topics like the ones we're about to discuss right now. And Brandon, why don't you get us started off this week, man? So mine comes from Hendrix Trog. I hope I said that right. <laughs> uh, what <laughs> video so. game team do you hope will announce and release a new game for 2024? Uh, for me... I would like to see what Grezzo's up to. Um, oh, yeah. I ha I'm looking mm. at their Wikipedia page right now. They have a game called Jet Dragon coming to iOS and Mac in 2023. Mm. Well, 2023 is over. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so I they haven't made a game with Nintendo since Metopia in 2021, and before that was Link's Awakening in 2019. So I think we're about due to see if they're working on a project with Nintendo. Now would be... Probably the right time to see whatever that is. Yeah, hmm. be, it's a good one. I'd be down for that. I, I, they're usually good at remakes. That, you know, it's, they tried their hand at uh, um, making their own game with Ever Oasis, and a lot of people like it who tried it out, but a lot of people didn't try it out. So <laughs> that's always one of those issues. Um, I feel so, like it's. I, I feel like if they did anything at this point, it'd probably be another Zelda, of some kind. Yeah. Remor remake or otherwise. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. hmm. What about you, Ash? I'm trying to mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of mine. I'm like, what would I want? This one's tough because I, I was going to say Yacht Club, but we've already got Mina the Hollower on the way from Yacht Club. So they're not going to announce something else and release something else alongside that because they're already hard at work on Mina. So I'm having a hard time with this one because I was always I was also thinking uh, Sabotage Studio, who did Sea of Stars, but Sea of Stars just came out. They need more than a year to come up yeah. with something new. So I'm, oh man, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, you know, I know. Um, Berserk Studio. I want to see what Berserk Studio is up to because they're the studio that made Just Shapes and Beats and Infernax. And Infernax came out in 2022, I believe. And it's so it's been it's been a little bit. I actually thought it came out a little earlier than that, but maybe not. Um, no, 2022. So I love that studio. Uh, I've talked about Jeff Shapes and Deets plenty of times. Infernax is also great, but I just love their output in general. And I would really, we haven't really heard what they're up to lately. And uh, ever since they released that 
multiplayer expansion for Infernax, it's been kind of uh, mums the word from them, radio silence. So I would love to see them at least announce something, if not release something, in 2024. But I know they you know, probably need more time than two years. But they're a great studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool to see, uh, for sure. Um, I mean, I've seen some good uh, suggestions in live audience where... Uh, of course, Monolith, which seems unreal considering Xenoblade 3 and its DLC just came out, but I mean, we got Xenoblade Definitive Edition, so it's not unheard of, if, especially if we get like Xenoblade Chronicles X Definitive. Um, Platonic is an interesting one because we have not gotten anything from them from themselves. They've done, done a lot of publishing oh. since the Ukulele and the Impossible Layer, and I'd like, I'm curious what they'd make next. So I might, I might That's say that. That's a great point. I think there have been rumors floating around. I don't know how how uh, reliable they are, but I think there have been rumors floating around that they're working on Tuka Lele. Hmm. It's, I don't know if it'll actually be called that, but it'd be <laughs> great if it was. But I'd love for them to get another shot at uh, and, you know at ukulele like three platformer mm-hmm. style because even though it launched in a rough state, I think it ended up in a pretty good place, and I think it gets way more hate than it deserves. And then of course, Impossible Lair is an amazing game, so I really want to see what they can do next. Yeah. I, I, yeah, totally. I think they have potential, so I want to see what they what, the, what they give us. I think that's the best way to put if, it. Uh, if those rumors about Banjo are true, it'd be really funny if they were making. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be wouldn't really it? Funny. God, that would be cool. That, that'd be uh, wild. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that topic, Hendrix Trog and uh, Derek. You're next, man. Uh, mine comes from Azran127 saying, "Choose a video game developer and assume uh, the role of someone. The role of someone in charge. What should your company's resolution for 2024 be, and why?" Um, I ch- and I'm I'm going to choose uh, Square Enix because uh, we need to make them stop making boneheaded decisions when it comes to anything trendy. Uh, oh God. <laughs> It's like, oh, like AI and yeah, stuff. Yeah, AI yeah. and NFTs and all that stuff. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. We're going to stop that and, you know, just not do those stupid moves because you got great games. Just advertise them properly. And, hey, maybe as a, a secondary thing, let's not release 16 games in the course of a year. Let's spread them out a little bit. Actually give some love <laughs> yeah. to each one that you release individually. That'd be nice. That would be. Yeah. For me, I would like that too. Yeah. For me, obviously, I'm going to be at Capcom, and my New Year's resolution would be to let me play Monster Hunter and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> hey, throw your boy Ash a bone here. Also, please have them release oh, a Mega Man game, please. You know what? True. If I was ever in that position of power, you would get <laughs> as much Mega Man as you'd ever want. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, I love that, though. So literally, it would just be to let you play uh, Monster Hunter Wilds early? Yep. That's only Fair that enough. said. I, Fair enough. I do. I, I am a big proponent of playing Monster Hunter multiplayer, so I can't say I can't say alone. <laughs> I'd have to pick the right group, uh-huh. and we'd all get to play. So, mm-hmm. slight um, amendment. <laughs> Cutie Caitlin and our live audience choosing violence saying, you get Mega Man Street Fighter Six costumes $50 each. <laughs> The yeah. sad part is that's probably going to happen. I could see it happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not even man. the main one, it's just your, your creative character. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Um, for me, 
I would go with, I mean, I, I, you know, I could take the easy answer and just cheat. I go feels like cheating and say, Capcom, make more Mega Man games. But no, um, I, I'm going to say PlayStation slash Sony, whoever you, however you want to say it. Uh, and I want them to go back to, look, I just talked about how much I love Spider-Man 2, Insomniac's great, Naughty Dog's great, Sony Santa Monica's great. Love, love PlayStation's output. However, I feel like they've gotten a little bit too safe, and I miss their quirkier Japan Studio-esque stuff, like Astrobot and Gravity Rush, and like, I just miss their quirky Japanese-esque titles. And I want to see PlayStation first party start taking those risks again, and start doing weird stuff again and you know give me a new parappa give me a new gravity rush whatever i just playstation gotten has gotten so safe lately and they're they're yeah. leaning on and, I'm, and i say that again as someone who loves spider-man i love horizon like i love their output but i miss their quirky stuff you know mm-hmm. and that honestly would be, yeah. having that stuff too would just help fill out their calendar yeah exactly like, these huge big big budget games take so long to make yeah like make a silly ape escape game in like two years or something yeah or ape escape, sly cooper yeah we, we did get a ratchet and clank this generation at least but yeah sly cooper uh you know where's our rivet and kit game i i assumed we'd get that by now or would have at least have heard something i just want a full-on rivet and kit game there, there if they is... made a new ape escape make it ps1 graphics and i think totally yeah people would love that <laughs> yeah it makes sense Viv ribbon stuff like that you know i i <laughs> you you mentioned sly cooper and i don't think we're ever going to get a sly cooper from uh, uh no um I'm blanking on the developer but we're not getting it from them again because ghost of tsushima alone sold mo- more than the entirety sucker of the punch. sly cooper yeah sucker punch the, the entirety of the uh sly cooper franchise yeah no you're they're not going back you're totally right and we did uh, hear lately that Ratchet and Clank didn't uh, Rift Apart didn't do too well. No, it did. Uh, it sales did. wise, such a shame. It did well. I know. It, it, it did well, not, not as huge as anything else, but it's also when nobody could get a PlayStation Five. That's true. Oh, it did come out yeah, during that's that a time. Really good that's, point. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. I just meant comparatively, but yes, it did fine for itself. Um, but yeah, I just I miss quirky Sony, and I, I I'd like to see them. Just branch out and start doing more experimental stuff again. And Darby Andy, you made a good point in live audience chat saying not safe. Sony has put too much budget on games. I meant safe from a, from a conceptual standpoint. Yes, they're spending crazy money on their on their AAA releases right now. But I'm talking about from a conceptual standpoint. They're releasing what I feel are pretty surefire, you know, games that big will AAA sell. hits. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, games that will sell. I want to see something like Hi-Fi Rush from PlayStation, like something a vibrant new IP that maybe isn't quite AAA, but is just a fresh new idea that they're taking a, a risk on. You know, S- stuff like that. I just miss that era of PlayStation so much. So that that is my answer for this topic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all of us, right? Yep, that's all of us for your. Okay, yep. cool. All right. Well, thank you for that, Azran. And uh, next up, my topic comes from Disney Duncan Metcalf, who asks, PlayStation All-Stars was fine, but was disappointing because I felt that while popular, it wasn't as popular uh, as Nintendo characters with Smash. However, I think a sequel slash reboot could work because PlayStation has gotten much more popular and better since the first game. Would you want another game now? Totally. Um, I think PlayStation All-Stars got short shrift, really. I It had some mechanical issues, like... I sorry, and got the crazy sirens going on here in LA. Um, I 
think it would need a major rework mechanically. Like the whole super move thing was not, oh my God, this is so loud. <laughs> the whole super move thing was not a great way. I think it wrecked the balance. I don't think it was a great way to have to rack up kills and cer certain character supers like Kratos and Big Daddy were so much better than other characters that it, it just wrecked the balance of the game. So I think there needs some need to be some mechanical reworking going on, but there's so much potential for a PlayStation mascot platform fighter still, I think. I don't think it has to end with Battle Royale. I think there could be potential for a sequel or a reboot with the third-party characters that should have been in the first game, like Lara Croft and Cloud and, you know, like actual characters that you associate PlayStation with, like Snake. You know, like, there's so much potential here. And do some deep cuts, like Dart from Legend of Dragoon and... Uh, was a Wild Arms character. He was going to be one, yeah, and so was Lightning, and I'd love to see Lightning get her chance at a platform fighter. So, yeah, I think there's so much potential left in the in the PlayStation All-Stars idea, and I don't know if it's a sequel or a reboot, but I really do wish they'd give it another shot and just maybe come at it from a different perspective and ditch the whole super move, only, only super moves get kills idea. But I think there's more to mind from that idea. What about you guys? counterpoint why make okay. a platform fighter like or just yeah okay you could make something completely different with <coughs> playstation ip and mm -hmm. it wouldn't have to compete with you know the smash mindshare mm -hmm. uh if it was just wholly sure. original maybe they come up with their own like genre defining video game that uses all these uh incredible ip i think that would be True. honestly more cool um but maybe honestly <laughs> obviously a lot more work yeah yeah maybe something power stone-esque like a 3d like a wacky 3d yeah. party fighter or something like that yeah maybe mm -hmm. uh the, the issue i see anymore is that this is modern sony and will they pull out those deep cuts like uh that, that kind of they didn't even pull it off in the original so it's like i don't know i just feel i I just don't see modern sony being able to do that because what, what do they have and it's you know, your basics, here's your Nathan Drakes, here's your, you know, Joel, here's your uh, Aloy, which would be, Aloy just in general would be cool, but just in, you know. So oh, cool. It's one of those things where it's just like, eh, eh. Here's your Astrobot <laughs> assist trophy. Yeah. And not a playable character. <laughs> well, and, and that kind of goes back to what we were just talking, what I was just talking about in the entry to your topic, Derek, about modern PlayStation. Would they be willing to mine those deep cut franchises and some in some of the more japan-centric franchises and characters for such a game and i i'm not confident they would we would get aloy for sure we would get atreus we would get you know all the modern playstation characters from all their big triple a franchises but i don't i don't have faith that they would mind some of the cool deeper cuts that older school playstation fans would want mm -hmm. yeah i think yeah agree <laughs> so yeah well, thank you for that topic. Uh, that was a lot of fun, Duncan. And uh, yeah, so just as a reminder, if you support us on Patreon or YouTube members at the producer tier or above, you can suggest topics for us to discuss each week, just like the ones we did a few minutes ago. And uh, we've got a few more Super Chats that have come in, and then we are going to head out to our patron-exclusive post-show. Uh, so first off, you've got Joseph Rutkin with $5. Thank you, Joseph. Always great to see your name in chat. Finished Alan Wake 2 last week, and I haven't been able to get the music out of my head since. I literally can't sleep. <laughs> can't wait for the DLC, and I have a feeling Brandon agrees with you. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I want to play. I really got to get around to that at some point. I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Uh, next up, Kaiser the Fighting Demon with $2 and a matchup. Chai from Hi-Fi Rush versus Travis from No More Heroes. I wish Steve was here for this because I feel like we get into a spirited debate. He's a big No More Heroes fan. Um, I'm, I'm obviously a big Hi-Fi Rush fan. They're both really powerful. I don't know who's stronger, though. I feel like Travis is probably stronger. I don't know what Chai can do, Travis... but I feel like Travis is taking out wilder enemies. Travis also but... has shit post power. You were just Fair. win by default. But, yeah. but Chai has the power of music, man. He's got the power of rhythm. That's can't, you can't overlook that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know as much about Travis's powers, but I agree with what you said, Derek. He, he seems like he has taken on wilder enemies and wilder threats. So it's probably Travis. But I think it'd be a good fight. Mm -hmm. uh, Leo Flo with $5. Thank you so much, Leo. If Mega Man X9 were to happen, would you want NT Creates to flesh out the Elf Wars or for Capcom to take a crack at an original story and style? Yes. I'll take either one. <laughs> um, I think it would be really cool if they were to flesh out the Elf Wars and actually properly connect the X and Zero series with a game, but I don't think Capcom would ever actually greenlight that or do that. So as much as I would like that, I'd be fine for Capcom to take a crack at just an original story and style, but I would like it to be 2D. I'd, I'd want it to be something Sonic Mania-esque personally or maybe even Streets of Rage 4-esque with, like, really cool original art, but just make it 2D. Don't try to make it 3D. After all this time, stick to what you know and make it a damn good 2D Mega Man X game is all I would want. But, uh, and, but, and also, answer the cliffhanger. I want to know what happened to Axel at the end of X8. Don't just ignore that. Even though it's been 18 years now, I still i am waiting for answers, <laughs> Capcom. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Kaiser the Fighting Demon is back with two more dollars. Thank you so much. Asking us, you're from Spy Family versus The Bride from Kill Bill. I haven't watched Spy Family. I don't know. Probably your. Your is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, okay. your is just my gut on that one. So mm -hmm. Okay. Fair enough. I, I will take your word for it. The Bride is badass for sure, but I, yeah, I, I'll take your word for it. I haven't watched Spy Family. I've heard great <laughs> things, though. Um, all right, and then one just came in from Mushworks for five Canadian dollars uh, who retracted their message, but, oh, no, oh, they, and they just sent another one. Okay, well, thank you for both Super Chats. $10 combined. Thoughts on the next 3D Mario? I was thinking this earlier today, given Odyssey's success, the Mario movie, Wonder, and the next Nintendo console. Um, I think Bowser's Fury probably, whether we, we, whether we realize it or not, served as kind of a blueprint for maybe what we can expect from the next 3D Mario. What do you guys think? I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want yeah. a living, breathing Mushroom Kingdom world that evolves as you go through it. That'd be, That'd so, be so cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that be, would be awesome. really neat. <laughs> and it feels like it is past time to hear about the next 3D Mario, doesn't it? Like past oh, yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's past what, six years? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got to be coming soon. Right. I think mm -hmm. so too. Well, that is the last Super Chat for today. Thank you all so much for your incredible generosity. Uh, and by the way, I did find out earlier that the links I posted to our sponsor, the Couch Kids Podcast, were not working in chat. So please do just check out the description right here in our YouTube video uh, for GVG Cast. I did post both their links in the description. So please do make sure to go subscribe to their podcast and their channel and check out their awesome content. And uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of the very first GVG Cast 
of 2024. Thank you so much for watching and being here with us every week. You know we love you. And as always, we have to give a special shout out to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make everything we do here happen. We could not keep the lights on without you. So thank you so very much. And as always, we have to give an extra special shout out to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine, amazing, incredible folks include... Brandon Bovia, Cutie Caitlin, Fangs, Z Patty, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Richard Herrera, Logan Daniel, The D Pad, Blake, Joy Content, Angel Martinez, Vedron, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Joseph Rutkin, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Wataniac, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, The Couch Kids, Andrew Medeiros, Darchi, Becca, Ikaro, Dark B Andy, Isax08, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber CPHT, Too Much Spaghetti, Bane 400, Askeron 809, Ryaner, Rain and Clouds, The Game Orb, Super Gamer Dude 101, Mercury, Ravelox, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hasty's Mob, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dink Awesome Unicorn Guy, Derek, Colin, Blaystar 25, Twilord, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Keel, Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Calvin Atkinson, Brainchild, the entire state of Wisconsin, Jim Wakelin, Zlaker, Aramis Baramis, Kyle the Monarch, Dat Alpha Lion, Lord Metarex, Blaze Collard, Eric, Cat EV Person 5, Peyton Thiel, Mega Beatman True Blue Reviews, Ryan Hanley, The Game Jamie, and last but certainly not least, Zombie Joe. Thank you all so very much for watching. We'll see you next week for episode 88 of the GVG cast. Until then, Happy New Year and good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody.